everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Arlen, and I am sitting in my new temporary backyard as I bring this episode to you. And I'm excited to do it. I, I'm going to do a whole YouTube video about my current life update situation, getting kicked out of the house and everything like along those lines. But um, this podcast episode, this show, I want to go into a question that I got from a guy in my new free group chat called The Tribe, which is an all-guys group chat where we discuss dating, sex, relationships, and how to build a social circle, a tribe, a group of people that you can go out with, have fun with, build businesses with. Everything you really see from my YouTube channel and my social media from the last several years, I created a group chat to just, one, build something like that and give it out there for free, but also to create something that uh, you know, you can get insights from and um, and and ask questions and, and meet people. So you want access to that, D- direct message me on Instagram, the word tribe, T-R-I-B-E, and I'll send you, uh, I may send you an invite link. We'll see. So, and again, my Instagram is at Arlen Moore, A-R-L-I-N-M-O-O-R-E. Okay, so right now what I'd like to get into is this question that I got from a guy within that group. And it is a question that I think is uh, definitely very important to to dive into. And it's something that's very personal to me. Uh, and it's, it is how to deal, how to recognize toxic people and then remove them from your life. So this is a step-by-step guide on how to do that. Now, I'm not going to go super far into the details of my, uh, you know, my, my past with specific toxic people that I've associated with. Um, there's more than one, certainly. So, you know, I'm not even really singling any person out. Uh, and I'm also even referring to now that I've been through a couple of these toxic relationships, both, uh, you know, romantic, personal, and even business, um, I've been able to notice patterns in my own life and start noticing patterns in friends and uh, I've been able to really see clearly like what's actually happening in these situations so that I'm able to properly diagnose what's going on and give advice on how to actually remove yourself from these situations. Um, and even if you should, that's also an important point to make. So here is my, without further ado, step-by-step guide on how to recognize toxic people and remove them for your life, from your life. In five steps. So here we go. Um, again, my, my hope, just to uh, reiterate here, is to give you a model to make a clear decision about a person in your life right now. So understand, too, that toxic people, toxic relationships in general, are very draining. You're probably lacking a bit of sleep. You're losing sleep over it. You're thinking about it all the time. It's not allowing you to focus on your health quite as much, um, and it's just a downward spiral that you're that you're currently in. If you're with, uh, or if you're in some form of toxic relationship, so the purpose of this is to give you five steps that are super simple and easy to follow and easy to understand, and just to give you a very black and white, logical, clear thinking model to follow, so that you can actually make a decision that is going to improve your life because that's really one of the first um, signs of a toxic relationship is that you are underslept and you you can't really function that well 
So here is the first step. The first step to recognizing a toxic relationship and removing yourself from it is even if step one, okay, if you even think that you could be in a toxic relationship, I would say odds are you probably are, you know, use your gut. You can probably tell this isn't super healthy. You know, you aren't energized from this relationship. You aren't motivated that much. You're more so, I mean, you you actually, that's not even the right word to say, like, because oftentimes, uh, toxic relationships can have you very motivated but for the wrong reasons you're motivated to you know fix the relationship you're motivated to fix the other person to fix yourself um but you're not motivated in other areas of your life that perhaps need more attention than this relationship does so the first thing is to notice uh notice like where your motivations are coming from and to realize that if you have uh, some form of inclination or feeling that this relationship is toxic, it probably is. So that's 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 uh, the, the precursor to this. And then the first step is to realize that it's on you, not them. Okay, you have to realize that you aren't with a toxic person because. You are, but you are also toxic. You only attract what you are. And if you're just sitting there finger blaming or finger pointing and, and blaming and taking a victim mentality, that's another huge indicator, A, that you're in a toxic relationship and B, that you're screwed in terms of getting out of this ever uh, or, or fixing it even at all because you can't fix other people. Um, unless they're willing and able to be fixed, you know, you're never going to take a person who exhibits narcissistic tendencies and be able to fix them. You have to first realize what attracted to you, what attracted this person to you in the first place, or rather what parts of you are actually toxic and, and how can you fix yourself? Okay. Because it, a lot of times, and, and most of the times, people listening to a podcast along these lines are probably on the people pleasing side and they don't realize that people pleasers are just as manipulative and toxic as narcissists. People pleasing sounds like a good thing to be, but it's actually very covertly manipulative and you are, whether you actually, it's, it's very unconscious because I was a people pleaser and you do a lot of really manipulative things. And I found myself doing a lot of really manipulative things like that I wasn't even aware were manipulative and I would excuse myself and I would be like, Oh no, 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 it's, it's not me. You know, I'm a, I'm the angel here. It's this coat, like this overtly manipulative person who's gaslighting me and doing all these things. Okay. But you have to realize there's, that there's hidden parts of you that you have blind spots to that you are actually being very manipulative. Um, probably white telling lots of white lies to yourself and to others, probably, you know, trying to uh you know create an image of yourself of of perfection when in reality you that image of perfection is hiding more um secretive or, or devious actions that aren't that harmful but are definitely not honest and truthful and so that's that again that's step one is to realize that you have to point the finger at yourself instead of the person that you're in the relationship with realize that you have toxic tendencies that you attract who you are and what you are and and that's step one okay so stop looking at the other person look at yourself 
Step two to removing yourself from this toxic situation relationship is to assess the damage that's already been done and to question and ask yourself what would happen if you continue down this path. So it's it's looking at your life right now and being like, am I, am I like hanging out with the people that I used to be hanging out with? Do I have the same level of drive and motivation to accomplish my goals? Am I working out as often? Am I getting as much sleep? How, like, what damage has been done to your life? Have you, have you lost any relationships with people? Um, do people have people lost respect for you? Have you sacrificed some of your, you know, your your headspace and your just mental clarity and and because that, that's a big thing too. It's like the amount of time people spend thinking about their partner in a toxic relationship takes away from their their just enjoyment in life. And it just it just forces them down this strange path of uh, of of unclear thinking and and like they lose all sense of peace. So do you have peace? That's another good question to ask yourself. Can you go a whole day without obsessively thinking about this person? And then the next question to ask yourself on in step two here is what would happen if you continue down this path? Like really map out. If your weeks and and months continue with this person, you know, are you going to progress further with your current habits? Like, let's say nothing changes. Let's say this person doesn't ever change. Are you going to like that? And are you going to live with that? You have to make decisions based on what you currently see. You can't bet on the other person healing themselves or fixing themselves. What would it look like if you stayed with this person as they currently are, even at their worst, for a long period of time and stretch out that time horizon? that should give you a bit more clarity. And then the last thing in this step here is to ask yourself, would you, uh, uh, have you been working on and will you accomplish the dreams that you once had before this relationship, before this person came into your life? A lot of times toxic relationships can cause us to step away from goals that we once had. And so ask yourself, am I working toward goals that I once had? that really drove you and you woke up super motivated and excited about them? Or are you just now only focused on this person? Are you, are you like thinking of sacrificing life plans that you had because this person doesn't feel comfortable with those plans? Another key indicator of toxic relationships, this is a bit of a tangent, but super key, is that you start to convince yourself that this person that's in your life and their ideals and their values are more important than what yours were at one point. You know, you may have had certain goals, business goals, travel goals, but then this partner comes along and starts to convince you otherwise, convince you that those goals actually aren't valid and convince you that, you know, you shouldn't go in that direction. It's not as good for you. You should do what's good for both of you. But that's not not necessarily true. You know, you're, I believe that, uh, you know, the partner you're with supports you and your independent goals and your goals line up with them. They don't have to change your original goals. So ask yourself. Are you diverting your attention away from goals that you once had? Step three is to address your own excuses that you keep coming up with about why you should stay with this person and why you should not leave. And another really common excuse is that you think, oh, we can grow together, we can fix our insecurities together, and we can change together. And in many cases, so, so here's, here's what I've learned from toxic relationships, okay? Because you can't expect the other person to change and you really have no control over their ability to change, what, what a toxic relationship does that is healthy 
is to fully uncover and identify your own personal insecurities and the things that you're you're least secure about within yourself. And that's what a relationship, especially a, a you know a, a toxic, I guess, in this sense, we're using toxic relationship, but it's I'm explaining it like it's actually a good thing. You know, a relationship that is toxic can show you a lot of what you aren't secure about in yourself, so that you can then fix it. But I would say in the majority of cases, the person that shows you your insecurities is not going to help you fix them. They're just going to continuously show you the insecurities and they're going to show you their own insecurities over and over and over again. And you can fix yourself, right? But you can never expect the other person to change. So like you just, you have to accept that um, you being around this person, it's like you're digging up this dark stuff about you but they're not there to help you build back up because you don't necessarily know if they're ever going to change and you don't have the power to change them. So they're just going to continue uh, triggering you or perhaps you can heal yourself to the point where they're triggering you doesn't really even affect you. Uh, That's possible. That's what's happened to me in a lot of my relationships. But then you just start to look at them as like, oh, well, I've changed, but they haven't. And you can never fix them and then you realize i'm just a completely different person because i've healed myself why would i be with this this person who isn't healed and so you realize the only place to go to heal yourself and realize that you don't deserve the treatment you're getting is um is within yourself and is with yourself and when you realize that you don't deserve the treatment that they're this toxic person is giving you that's when you will have the power to move on if you can think logically enough you know it's it makes a lot of sense if you just rewind and, and listen to what I just said. This is really key. Now, step four. So realizing that um, you have to get out of this relationship, it's still going to be hard for you because you don't want to hurt the person. And hurting people hurts yourself because you're too focused on other people's um, how you think other people feel when you really don't know. You know, you you're as a as a people pleasing type of person you aren't you don't have enough attention and awareness in your own body and within your own boundaries to realize what's actually good for you you're just thinking about other people all the time which is actually very inaccurate um most of the time so your your ability to feel within your own body is really really key and because because that isn't a strong you know strong thing for you you're going to have to do a bit more meditation uh, and, and stuff along those lines, but that's a longer-term process that takes a while to really get into your own body and, and be able to set boundaries and increase your awareness to the point where you're in social situations and you aren't thinking about how other people feel. You're thinking about how you feel and what you want to do. This takes a while to like reprogram yourself this way. So in the meantime, what you need to do is tell a bunch of very strong, framed friends and family as possible, tell as many as possible about the situation you're in and about how you want to leave this person and have them be removed from your life, or at least to set a boundary with them. You know, maybe it's not possible to completely remove them. Maybe you even, maybe it's a business partnership. You don't want to completely remove them. You just want like a little less uh, uh, involvement in, in your business, right? Or you just want them an arm's length away. I think in romantic relationships, a clean cut is really worth it. Um, but not in all cases, you know, in business relationships, it can be different. So 
so um, so tell all your friends and family as many as possible to hold you accountable and let them know that it's really hard for you to do this because you feel like you're hurting the other person and write down your thoughts, okay? When you're gonna like tell this person that you want them removed from your life, just write down something like, hey, dot, 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 you know, here's how I feel. This is what I think is best for me in life and I need to do what's best for me. I care about you, but um, I need to move on. Make it very short and clear and just set the boundary. And a lot of times they'll just accept it. A lot of times they'll put up a fight, but um, you have to just write it down, say it, and don't ramble. That'll make it worse. And then after you, you do that, it's best in, in, again, in romantic cases, it's case by case here, but um, this is why joining something like the tribe group chat that I set up is good because you can get more specific and people can offer you specific insight. Um, but in general, you know, write down your thoughts, keep it short, simple, and just call them up and say it. Don't send a text, just call them up and say it or see them in person and say it. Probably calling is best because they can't use their their manipulative tactics to to get you lower in consciousness. Then the last step, number five, is to build up your circle again, your tribe, your, your group of people, and spend as much time with them as possible. Tell them about the person that you've just left in your life and, and how you know that they're going to try to work their way back into your life and then continuously build yourself up from there. Uh, that's, that's a really big key is like, this is the last step here. Step five is you know, building up your circle again so that you can be at a point where um, you have so much support around you that your friends wouldn't let you fall back into this pattern. You know, I even have friends that like check back in on you. Like, hey, did you handle that? Like keeping you accountable. Hey, did you, did you take care of this? Did you take care of that? You know, are you, are you, um, are you good? Right. And that's it. Those are the five steps. Last thing I'll say is you should, once again, direct message me uh, to join my invite-only group chat. If you want to apply to join, direct message me the word tribe on Instagram, at Arlen Moore, and I can help you start building this tribe where you have a group of people that really support you and hold you accountable in staying away from toxic people like this. So that is it. Uh, And, oh, bonuses for joining. You get a free mini course as well as a free one-on-one call with actually either me or someone on my team to help you really analyze what's preventing you from building this tribe and what you need to double down on to to start building this tribe for yourself. So I hope that this has been helpful. And if it is helpful, repost it on your Instagram story. I'll, you know, and tag me and I may repost it on mine. So that's it. If you enjoyed... Great. Awesome. All right. Talk to you soon. Peace.